Uh, hard to tell. I didn't. I wasn't super involved with it. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on around here. I think uh, for the most part, our guys competed well. I got to visit with the outgoing juniors and seniors this morning, and I'm just excited for them because this is such a. I can still remember the day in my life when you had this day. It meant so much to you, and so many dreams and aspirations are are realized uh, on this day. And we still say your tape is going to speak volumes to who you are, and a lot of our kids got some good tape. But they want to do well on this day. They train hard for this day. There's a lot of pressure on them for this day. It's important to them, so we want to give them the best opportunity to be successful. And Coach Dan Quinn said he talked to you more about his players, and uh, they had 11 people over here today. Yeah. What does that mean, uh, you know, being that close to scouting your players? So I, I, we, we appreciate all the teams that come, but especially the Falcons. They send everybody over here. Saw a lot of old friends on his staff, guys I've worked with before, and got a lot of respect for the Falcons and the organization. How much does a day like this benefit your program in recruiting when you see that steady pipeline of guys going into the NFL? I think it helps a whole lot more on draft day. So I think we'll find out more on draft day where they go. But uh, certainly it helps our program when you have the likes of all these organizations who step foot on your campus and the NFL network covers the event. I think that speaks volumes to who you're becoming. And uh, we want to have guys coming out here with that opportunity. That's what these kids dream of. We want them also to get their education. That's important to us as well. Kirby, throughout the drive process for Isaac Nauta, um, he said the other time at the combine that, that he wouldn't really be able to move up. Um, how did you guys as a coaching staff reach out to him to pick him up and move out after the combine? I just sent him a text message that he's got a lot of good tape out there, not to get overwhelmed with one moment. Uh, don't be disappointed or, or, or really either way. You, you know, you could run a great time and have too much expectation or you could run a poor time worse than what you think you should and you still have tape out there. I know from having worked in that league, there's a lot more than just the combine and the time. There's a lot of football tape to be watched. There's a lot of background to be checked. And those are all strong points for Isaac Nodden and a lot of our players. So don't put a lot of weight just on a number. Yeah, I think it is a trend. I think it's going to be continue to be a trend in college football for every team to deal with, and every team deals with it differently. You know, our answer is to make sure we've got good players in our program so that we're not having to just play true freshmen. But because of the way it is, you're going to have a young team all the time. I spoke to that a bunch. There's not a lot you can do. Some of that stuff's out of your control. How well does a kid play as a junior? Uh, what, what kind of grades does he get? Uh, what kind of choices and families does he have, I mean, does he have to make for his family? Choices and decisions for his family. So everybody's in a different situation and you manage everyone differently. You just do the best job you can to handle it and then you move on. And that's what we do. Is there anything that can be done about the incongruence of the early the early signing day along with the declaration mm -hmm. date yeah, January 14th? I don't know that there can be right now because that's involving a lot of moving parts, meaning you get the NFL who has a system they believe in works, and then you have college football that has a system they believe in works. What gets tough is kids are enrolled in classes or not enrolled in classes. So it's hard in January for a kid, he needs to make his decision in January because he's got to decide whether or not he's going to go work out or whether he's going to continue to go to school. So those two are not congruent and it's hard to make them congruent. So we're dealing with a system we got and everybody's in the same system. So I consider that fair. Probably there might be DBs that put up faster 40 times and then Baker, what kind of player do you think he's going to be? He's going to be a great pro. I mean, he's a competitor, he's physical, he runs well, he's played in a system that he can play multiple coverages. We ask him to make a lot of checks. I mean, he's going to be 
a really good pro player. And really, at the end of the day, it's not going to be the 40 time that measures the success. It's going to be his ability to break on the ball, make plays, tackle, cover people. And that's what he's proven to do in a pretty good conference. Kind of same question about Elijah Holyfield. He didn't have the best time he would have needed. And Elijah's going to be a great pro. Elijah brings a lot to a team. He brings a toughness. He brings a demeanor about him. He loves to work. He was the last guy off the field every day here going to catch extra balls. Uh, he's done a tremendous job in our program. He's going to do the same thing in that organization. The, 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 the stripes of a player don't change when they go to the next level. So I know he's going to convert what he's done well here into the same thing there. You know, I think everyone's an individual basis. I mean, I think you know, the way it is nowadays, these kids all go places to work out and train. And, you know, sometimes maybe the best environment is to be in the environment you've been in most often, the comfortable environment of being here. Everybody's different, and they have the choice to choose that, and they can go work out where they want to work out. I just I don't think you can pin it on one reason why a guy doesn't run as well as he should or shouldn't. I think every opportunity he gets, he should take advantage of, which hopefully they did today. So on number of the day, yes, Do we give it out? No, I mean, we talk to coaches and we give them information, but we don't disseminate information as far as internal. No, we don't disclose it. We talk to them verbally about it. We're not handing out information on our players from uh, those numbers per se, because our numbers may not match up with their numbers. It could be two different systems, conditions, whether it's wet, not wet, inside or different. Our numbers are different indoor than outdoors, so there's some uh, inconsistencies with those numbers. Coach, uh, can you speak on the uh, versatility that Amika Hartman, both with special teams and offense, kind of how that can translate? Yeah, in today's day and age of NFL, you see Miko Harmons all over the world. There's guys that are speed sweep guys, vertical slot guys, punt returner, kick returner. He's been a gunner in covered kicks. I mean, he's kind of been elite from a special team standpoint, and I still think he's got great upside at the wide receiver position. So he's a guy that's going to flourish when he gets to that level, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him do it because he's grown as a player for us, but he hasn't even reached his full potential. It's been since 2008 that a receiver was taken in the top 50 without having a 600-yard reception season. What does it say about your offense that Riley really could do that this year without really having a ton of stats for your program? It just says that the stats are overrated. I mean, we're about wins and losses, and I think Riley would be the first to tell you that, that uh, whatever it takes to win the game, he's going to do. And uh, we had an explosive <laughs> offense that wasn't centered around one person. I mean, we had really good backs, good tight ends, and good wideouts. And at the end of the day, if you've got a good balanced attack where the ball can be spread out, that's much tougher to defend. And I think that's how we were. When you yes, were a senior, do you remember the first team or um, scout you ever talked to? No, they didn't talk. Not many scouts talked to me, oh, so I don't, I don't remember talking to many of them. I remember getting a call to be a free agent from Bill Polian, and I still thank him to this day for giving me that opportunity because I met coaches that I see out here today that are still coaching. So um, that's pretty cool, but no, I don't remember the first one. Concerning conversations about Miko, I mean, how, how quickly – how good does it come up, the fact that he's only in his second year? I only played the position for two years. Well, I actually bring it up pretty quick. I mean, to me, it's an important thing to understand that here's a guy that only caught snaps out of high school. He only caught interceptions as a freshman, and then he spends two years catching the ball. And uh, he's done a really good job of doing that, especially in his pro days and his workouts. And that's 
kind of the only thing people could try to knock Miko on. He's fast, he's elusive, he's a great returner. Well, what about his hands? Well, all he's done is catch every ball thrown to him for the last two months. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what he does. Coach, how have you seen Terry Godwin progress just from when you recruited him back in high school to where he is now? Uh, Terry's gotten bigger, more physical, um, more confidence. I and mean, he came in as a really good receiver. I think the biggest thing he had to do was start to change his body. And you look at him now, he's got broader shoulders. Um, he ran really well at the combine. Unbelievable hands. I mean, he catches everything thrown to him. So I think he's a he's a really special player that somebody's going to get a great player in return for Terry. When you talk to NFL coaches like Bill Belichick today, express like, hey, we like what we see from Georgia players. I wouldn't say specifically. I mean, it's more about guys you play against. He knows you know your own players, and he's always asking about you know guys you played against that you really thought a lot of, guys maybe coming in the future, or things they're doing in their program that are uh, their organization that are uh, making them better that maybe we can mirror. Thank you. Thanks.